Japan, a good pain as well as a good friend, and welcome to Evolution Now. I am your host, P.S. Bradshaw, astro-numerologist, motivational speaker, metaphysical counselor, psychic healer, and author, with your co-host, Saya. Hello, hello everyone. I hope you all are doing fantastic. And I just want to thank you all for tuning in to today's podcast. And together we host the Evolution Now podcast. So if you have an astrology, numerology, or topic-related question or comment that you want answered or shared, send your questions or comments to evolutionnow.org at gmail.com. Well, we are in another season, another zodiac season, and that season is Aries. So we are going to definitely talk about Aries season as well as this Aries new moon, super new moon that is, that we have coming up, as well as Pluto entering into the sign of Aquarius. We're going to talk a little bit about the bank crisis that I'm sure you guys may also be aware of already. And we're going to discuss something called Fed Now and a little bit of pop culture in this particular episode. So it's your season, Sire. You ready? You ready for Aries season? What's going on, brother? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it, man. It's on the way. Yeah, it's on the way. Well, it's, it's already here. What am I talking about? Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, it's already here. So we're in the season of Aries right now, everybody. Um, not only that, today marks the first day of Aries season and the first day of the spring equinox. So happy spring to all of our listeners out there. Um, and it also starts the new astrological year, okay? And so there's a lot of things that are going on. So much is going on and so much for us to share. And when we talk about the, you know, start of the new astrological year, the spring equinox, as well as Aries season, what those uh, three events have in common are new starts and new beginnings, right? So, you know, this is a time for us to definitely turn our minds towards new starts, new beginnings, taking initiatives, right? You know, Aries is a cardinal masculine fire sign. And so, you know, it is definitely a sign that initiates, right? It initiates things, it's leadership, it's courage, it's bold. It is the I am energy. All right, that governs over the first house, and it is ruled by the planet Mars. And Mars is, you know, it's the 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 warrior planet, right? Gets things done, okay. And so uh, that is what this season is calling for us to do: is to take action, okay. So um, we're going to talk about that a little bit more as we discuss the super new moon in um, Aries. So that's going to be coming up as well. So what's interesting is uh, about the time that we're in right now is, is that we have, you know, started the Aries season on the 20th of March. All right. Um, the very next day is where we're going to be experiencing the super new moon in the sign of Aries. And it's a super new moon because the moon's energy is closest to the Earth's atmosphere. And so that's why it is so super. But what I want to bring to everyone's attention is that, um, you know, this spring equinox, okay, highlights balance and equilibrium because the daylight and the night sky uh, have the same length of time that they in their duration so the duration of the daylight and the duration of night are in the same length of time one is not you know longer than the other when it comes to the spring equinox so there's a balance there and so this is going to be a time where we're asking ourselves how are we balancing out our energies Are we spending too much energy in one area as opposed to another Um, and things of that nature? So hopefully you guys are going to be able to take some time out to think about that during this, um, you know, uh, energy that we're under 
under this uh, Aries super new moon, um, as well as think about, you know, what new beginnings you want to start, what you would like to manifest into your lives during this time. As a matter of fact, not just during this time, because Aries starts the astrological new year. So what would you like to initiate for the new year? It's really interesting for you, Sai, because this is a uh, one personal year for you, which is uh, quite important numerically because the one aligns with not only Leo, but it also aligns with your sign of Aries. So have you thought about some new projects and new initiatives that you would like to set for yourself in this season? Because this is your season and uh you know the season of aries and this is a new uh nine epicycle that you're starting numerically so what say you young man what's new brother what's new uh, i gotta say the main goal right now is uh, i want to land a good internship opportunity you know for that's relating to the major that i'm studying which is paralegal studies and I want to get into family law and that internship that I'm, you know, shooting for pertains to family law. So that's the main goal of what I want to, you know, reach during this, during my season. <laughs> yeah. All right. Sounds great. So we're going to put it out there in the universe that that happens for you. Um, I'm excited for you. Uh, and so, you know, um, let's do it. We're going to make that happen. Make it happen, make it happen. Put it out there. So for those of you who are um, definitely listening in um, at this time, you know, definitely set some new intentions for yourselves, all right? Um, especially at the super new moon in Aries, all right? Aries season and, and this Aries energy uh, is big energy, big energy, um, because we're going to have um, an eclipse in Aries on, I believe, the 20th of April as well. So um, this is not the last of Aries, okay? Uh, so, you know, with that being said, let's jump into the energy of the super new moon in Aries. So the super new moon in Aries is going to take place on March the 21st. It is going to take place at... 1 22 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and it's going to take place at zero degrees and 48 minutes of Aries. So, you want to look to see if you have your natal chart where zero degrees and 48 minutes of Aries falls for you on your chart. That is where you want to set new intentions and new manifestations. There, um, you also want to take the initiative and take on action, you know, uh, during and around this super new moon in Aries as well as this whole season of Aries, right? Take initiative, you know, uh, put forth action. Action is the masculine principle and the masculine energy. So you certainly want to tap into your masculinity. Um, but also remember, this is a time of balance because of the spring equinox, right? So being able to balance out the masculine and the feminine, the left and the right brain, things of that nature, right? Um, the shadow side and the light side of the self okay we certainly want to balance those things out as well another thing that you may want to focus on during the new moon in the super new moon in aries is to definitely solidify your identity you know who are you and who do you want to be you know in this season of aries and moving forward you know who am i and who do i want to be because aries deals with self-awareness Right? And not just, you know, your outer appearance and what you look like, because let me tell you, I have a brother that's an Aries, I have a son that's an Aries, you know, and I have, you know, a, a, other siblings that are Aries, I have Aries in my family. And for the most part, they do like to groom themselves. They like to make sure that they are, you know, kept, look nice, you know, their outer appearance. And so it's not just about the outer appearance, though, their physical appearance, but it's also about the personality and how you are showing up. Okay, so solidify your identity. Who are you and who do you want to be? How would you like people to see you or remember you by or as, right? And that is dealing with the personality. How are you showing up? 
And another thing uh, we may want to certainly tap into and look at during this super new moon in Aries is pioneering our destiny. How are you pioneering your destiny? Okay, because remember, you are a co-creator with the universe. Okay, so how are you co-creating your destiny? All right, and so, you know, these are, you know, some questions you may want to ask yourself during the super new moon in Aries. In whatever area of the life that this super new moon is happening for you. So again, look to see in your natal chart what area, zero degrees, and 48 minutes of Aries falls for you. And that's where you want to set new intentions, you know, take action and take initiative, you know, start new projects, solidify your identity within that area of the life, and also pioneer your destiny within that particular area of your life. How does that sound, Sal? How does that sound? Sound like something that we can we can do, have the courage to do? Yeah, man, it's on fire. I'm with it. I'm with it. It's sounding like it's lit. So let's get it lit, everybody. Let's get it lit up in here with this Aries energy. I'm telling you, it's going to be big energy. You know, Aries is a cardinal sign, so that's initiatory. It's initiating. Now, the only thing with Aries energy is, especially with Mars energy, is, is that it can be very uh, impulsive, um, sporadic, right? Act before it thinks. So at times, so uh, this is Mars energy. So you want to make sure that you are um, definitely taking the time to think before you act, right? Taking some calculated risks, thinking before you act. Um, and I say that also too, because the sun, the moon, Mercury, and Chiron will be in the sign of Aries during this super new moon in Aries. All right, so when we talk about Mercury in Aries, that is the way that we communicate, right? the way that we think, okay? And so with, you know, Mars being the ruler of Aries, uh, our thinking and our communicating can certainly be, you know, spontaneous and um, very impulsive. So we just want to be quite aware of that um, during this time. But use it in a positive way, right? Maybe have the courage to you know say things or do things in a positive way that you might not have done before right so you know um those are some of the things that we want to definitely talk about and and think about during this super new moon in aries another thing is is too um we're looking at that zero degree and that zero degree is you know fresh starts that's right that is a critical degree so that's that's right at the start of things right and this is spring. And the springtime is where new life takes place. And so that zero degree is that, that circle, that infinity kind of like sign, that circular sign, that circular uh, motion that we've got going on. Where there's beginnings and endings, beginning and endings, always going on in a constant circle or a constant change. So, you know, we want to keep that in mind um, as we, you know, experience the super new moon in Aries, okay? Constant change. And when we talk about change and transformation, speaking of, you know, this super new moon in Aries is going to be taking place at 1.22 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And when you add those numbers up numerically, that's the number five. So that is change. The number five is definitely change. So let's make that change. Step into taking action, taking the initiative, starting new projects, um, taking on, you know, new endeavors, all right, solidifying our identity and being the pioneer, you know, being the pioneer of our lives and of our destiny. Okay. So. That is the new moon, the super new moon in Aries, guys. I hope that you guys certainly enjoy it, setting those new intentions um, for yourselves and having the courage to take action on them, all right? So, you know, we have the super new moon happening, but right after that on March 23rd, okay, two days after, Pluto is going to ingress and enter into the sign of Aquarius, okay? Pluto has been in the sign of Capricorn since 2018, I believe, and it will enter into the sign of Aquarius 
on March 23rd. And so this is a big deal. Um, it's a big event, um, a big transit that is going to be taking place. Um, Pluto is the planet of death, rebirth, transformation, power, and control. And Aquarius is the fixed sign um, of humanitarianism, right? Social networks, okay? Community, um, civil affairs. It governs over civil affairs and mundane astrology. Um, it is the sign that governs over, you know, organizations, um, technology, innovation, and sciences, you know, scientific research and things of that nature. So as Pluto uh, transited through the sign of Capricorn, Pluto was transforming, you know, the authority that's within the world, you know, corporations and, you know, social structures, um, and, you know, the establishment, right? The hierarchy, okay, that we see in our society. And big business, okay? Now that Pluto will begin its transit into the sign of Aquarius, it may potentially bring about transformation um, as it pertains to our civic affairs, uh, our social norms and social rules and regulations for our society. Um, it may also transform how we view the concept of humanity and the concept of community. All right, how do we see humanity? You know, what does it mean to be humane, right? Um, what does it mean to be a part of a community? Okay. What is community? We might be, you know, definitely experiencing some transformation and change as it pertains to our perception around those things and how we use science and technology to innovate our world. All right. So um, this transit will certainly usher in um, a revolutionary evolution. I'm going to say that again. This transit will certainly usher in a revolutionary evolution within society, within the way that we use technology, as well as within the way that um, we pursue science moving forward, scientific pursuits. All right. What are your thoughts around that side? You know, with, you know, um, Pluto moving into the sign of Aquarius. Aquarius is logical, right? Um, it's scientific. Yeah. Um, and it's intellectual in a way. So what are your thoughts around that? How do you feel? Because some people I think are pretty anxious about Pluto moving into the sign of Aquarius. Some people may have mixed feelings around what that could potentially produce for us. With Pluto being in the sign of Aquarius, well, that says to me that some powerful innovations could, you know, happen within uh, an individual's mind, you know, um, and the desire to follow through with those innovations could also be, you know, strengthened as well. Um, also, since we know that Aquarius is governed by Uranus, and that means that they are susceptible to erratic behavior, so that erratic behavior could also be influenced amongst the people at a stronger and more prominent uh, rate. And, um, yeah, that's all that can come to mind for me and my interpretation of that, you know, that, that placement. Yeah. I think, you know, you made a point about, you know, erratic behavior and things of that nature. You know, um, Uranus is, a, you know, the, is the awakener, you know, it's the planet of, you know, sudden and abrupt changes. Um, and, you know, not only is Uranus the co-ruler of Aquarius, but it's the modern day ruler, but um, Aquarius is also governed by Saturn. So, you know, some of that Saturnian energy can help to structure some of that erratic energy that could potentially, right, um, come out uh, during this particular transit but what's interesting is is that that erratic energy is what can also spark some innovative right um some innovative uh technology or some innovative scientific 
pursuits and things of that nature. That's where the genius or the brilliance can probably come in at there with that kind of, you know, erratic type of energy, right? Um, sparking that, that brilliance. But um, I, I certainly feel as though um, there will be some rebellion more than likely taking place as well because, you know, Aquarius and, and Uranus is definitely uh, energy of liberation and freedom. Right, freedom and liberation. But I feel like, you know, with Pluto being there, Pluto was going to do a deep dive. Deep dive, deep transformation, pulling things up to the light because Pluto is the planet of the alchemist. It's alchemic energy, you know. Um, doing a deep dive, pulling some things up to the surface and uh, transforming it um, so that it can certainly, um, you know, progress. And, and, and make transformations that are going to be more beneficial for where society is going. But what's interesting about that is, is that the people can, you know, have the power to decide, right? As to, to where that, what that will look like, right? It's not just up to the transits that we're talking about. Um, but it's also, um, you know, up to the people and how society works with the energy of these transits. So um, I just wanted to point that out. So as we are already seeing, though, an increasing awareness of biological computing. So that is happening when we talk about, you know, this particular transit that we're going to be experiencing with Pluto entering to the sign of Aquarius, uh, this biological computing, which is the use of living cells and DNA and proteins to perform, you know, uh, digital computations. So whereas computers used to use um, electrical wiring and signaling to help run these computations, Computers are now utilizing DNA, you know, and living cells to, you know, um, create computations. So this, you know, is coming right on the heels of, you know, or right before, you know, this particular transit. So I think that's quite interesting. And we're also going to more than likely see an increase or progression of technology such as chat PT. Is it chat PT? Uh, chat GPT. Okay, yeah. So chat GPT. There might be, you know, um, other versions of this uh, new technology um, that we may see emerge during this, um, this transit. Of Pluto in the sign of Aquarius you know so um, it's gonna be very very interesting we just have to see so Pluto will transit um, in and out of Aquarius for the next 18 to 18 and a half years up until 2044 so this is a big thing because it's gonna be with us for you know over a decade guys so um, it will retrograde back into the sign of Capricorn on June the 11th and then it'll re-enter into Aquarius on um, January or in January of 2024. So you know what they say? Um, I've heard that they say that Pluto takes away from us those things that we thought we couldn't live without. All right. So, you know, we shall see. We saw what Pluto's energy was able to do during its transit in Capricorn. And what it continues to do, because as Pluto completes its transition, or it completes its transit in Capricorn, um, we have had some run on the banks. There's been some bank crisis taking place, right, over these past couple of days. And uh, right now, Pluto is at the 29th degree, which is an anoretic degree. Um, it's at 29 degrees of Capricorn. And so when it's at the anoretic, we have some things that, you know, um, certainly take place, some turmoil, some breaking down, some endings definitely taking place before it moves into 
um, the new sign that it's going to ingress into. So um, it appears that the bank crisis definitely took place while, um, you know, Pluto was at 29 degrees of Capricorn. So we have seen some banks collapse. I think it's um, Silicon Valley Bank, Signature Bank, right? Um, and things of that nature. Uh, uh, is it Suzy? Suzy Credit? Swiss Credit or Suzy Credit? Credit Suzy, I think that's what it's called. Um, also had some issues. And I think the latest issue was with First Republic Bank, right? And, um, and so we've seen some banks collapse, some banks fold, um, which is a run on the banks. And, you know, um, we've also seen uh, some major banks come together and bail out, um, you know, some banks that was a bank that was in trouble. And I believe that was First Republic. Now, what's interesting about that is, okay, um, will we see society and humanity do that? Where we see these major banks come together to bail out that one bank, right? Um, will we see society, the people within society, come together to bail each other out during this Pluto transit in the sign of Aquarius, okay? Um, will we see that happen? That's the question. What do you think? Do you think that people will be able to pull together as a community to help bail each other out in some way, shape, or form with the use of resources that they have? Um, well, you know, again, it really does depend on the person, you know, because you do have people out here who are inherently selfish <laughs> and, uh, truly do not, they don't have the capacity to think about the hardships that another individual, uh, you know, can go through. Uh, or is going through so um, yeah man I, I really do hope people can come together uh, and do that uh, you know do what you described and um, yeah that's that's what I have to say about that yeah I mean you know we um, have had so many in, in my perspective a lot of the transits that are saying hey you know um, as a society, we're, we're shifting and moving into a new paradigm. And, you know, um, with that new paradigm comes a new way of thinking, new way of um, interacting as a society with one another, right? Um, and so, you know, when we had uh, Saturn in the sign of Aquarius, that was about responsibility for humanity right being responsible for one another in some way shape or form now that saturn is now in the sign of pisces the lesson is going to be different the lesson that saturn is going to be bringing about to, to society is going to be different right and so that would be um, a lesson in uh, loving detachment right but when we talk about, you know, Pluto moving into the sign of Aquarius, that again is dealing with humanitarianism. That, that begs that question, right? How do we view the concept of humanity and community? Yeah. You know, these banks showed an example whether people caught that or not. They came together and they pulled their money together to help bail out this one bank. So they pull their resources together to help bail another out. So, you know, during this Pluto transit in Aquarius, okay, uh, we may, you know, potentially come across some situations as a society where we are being called to um, definitely pull our resources together to help each other out. That may very well come. And I did say, we did talk about this on the last episode, that Pisces entering, no, Saturn entering in the sign of Pisces and Uranus being in the sign of Taurus, um, the last time that took place, those transits were, you know, um, happening together was during the Great Depression, right? 
So during the Great Depression, you can only imagine that there were a lot of uncertainty, a lot of things happening where people had to pull their resources together to help one another, right? And that was back in the 1930s. So now we're here in 2023. This is a new time, new generation, new way of thinking, right? And things of that nature. Are we equipped to do that? Again, that in which the people did back in the 1930s. Which I could only imagine was probably a simpler time. There was not much technology in the way that we have it now, right? And things of that nature. Things weren't instantly given, right? And so, you know, um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens. Yeah, we, it's going to be a very interesting thing to see. But I tell you what, it will certainly usher in some revolutionary, evolutionary change. Oh, yes, it will. This this uh, this energy here, this Pluto transiting through the sign of Aquarius will certainly do that. Um, what's interesting, though, is that uh, once the planet of Pluto enters into the sign of Aquarius, there is going to be a shift of, of a new beginning, right? We talked about how, you know, at the 29 degree, Pluto being at 29 degree of Capricorn, um, we saw the banks collapse, right? And have this crisis. Um, this collapse may certainly usher in something bigger, okay? It could probably trigger something bigger. I think I read somewhere um, where they were saying that um, there could potentially be 180 or more other banks that could, uh, you know, suffer a crisis like this as well. So, you know, triggering a, um, a domino effect, right? Which could certainly trigger a recession and things of that nature. So, um you you ask some people, some people will believe we're already in, you know, a recession, but, you know, it could certainly potentially trigger um, something that might be um, a tad bit bigger in our society. Now, what's interesting about that is, is this, um, whatever it may trigger, it's going to more than likely take place during this Pluto transiting in the sign of Aquarius and Pluto is going to sit at zero degrees of Aquarius for a while. It's going to sit there and then it's going to double back and retrograde back into the sign of Capricorn. All right. Um, and so, you know, with that, um, that's making a big statement for the planet, you know, any planet to sit in a zero degree sign for, you know, a little while. Is making a statement and saying, I am here. This is a new beginning. So everyone that's listening to the podcast, you know, let's keep our eyes open of, and to see what, you know, um, may transpire once Pluto transits into the sign of Aquarius. You know, what could this bank crisis, um, you know, trigger? And speaking of what it could trigger, uh, there's some talks about a new initiative taking place called Fed Now. So what what is the Fed Now um, initiative or launch? What is that about, Sire? Well, from my you know brief understanding of it, it's essentially the Federal Reserve uh, making it possible for making it easier, I should say, for people in our state. Or yeah, you know, United States of America, to uh, have faster transactions uh, with their banks. Yeah, it's pretty much like Cash App, but it's it's more direct. Um, I I guess yeah, yeah. So it's gonna be like so you're saying it's gonna be like an um uh, an electronic digital transference of money right from the federal, um, from the Fed to banks. Right. And, and so that the banks can receive their funds faster 
to service their um, customers. Yep, pretty much. Okay. All right. Well, and this is all digital. So, with and I believe that they're going to be um, uh, starting this Fed Now um, uh, initiative or or project in July. Um, now, what's interesting about that in the month of July, everyone? That is when the moon's nodal axis is is going to change. Okay, um, it's going to change from the north node in Taurus and south node in Scorpio to the north node in Aries and south node in Libra. So this super new moon in a, in Aries is actually a, and and the eclipse right um, in Aries is going to be coming up is ushering in this energy for July's nodal change. Okay. So, you know, this is a big deal when it comes to uh, pioneering, you know, stepping into your courage, stepping into your leadership, knowing who you are and who do you want to be, um, you know, taking a pioneering stance in your destiny. So there's a lot happening, a lot of technological innovation, a lot of, you know, by way of digital currency. And we talked about, what is it, um, central banking digital currency. And so, you know, you want to definitely be aware of what is going on within, you know, our society. And, you know, definitely, um, you know, make sure that you know where you stand and where you are um, when it comes to um, certain uh you know, um, activities that are happening within our world. Okay. So fed now is going to certainly, um, they're going to initiate this. The federal government is, you know, federal reserve is going to initiate this in July of this year. Um, and I think for some people that was a shock because they weren't, I don't think they were expecting any digital changes, you know, uh, this soon. <laughs> when it comes to their finances, right? Um, so, you guys, we will see. We shall see, um, you know, how this plays out um, and, you know, and what happens, what, what, you know, how this will transpire for us. So, um, when we talk about, you know, um, coming together, because Pluto is going to be in a sign of Aquarius. And when we talk about, you know, uh, banks coming together to bail out, you know, other banks and the banks, uh, the bank collapse and the bank crisis, um, it appears that the bank crisis didn't just affect, uh, you know, your everyday layman and laywoman, but it has also affected some of our celebrities as well. And one of those celebrities is Sharon Stone. She spoke about it recently um, that she lost half of her savings to the Silicon Valley bank crisis that took place. So she uh, went public and said that she lost half of her savings within that. And she talked about this at a, um, I believe it was a fundraiser that she was um, attending and speaking at recently and whether you guys uh, know it or not Sharon um, Stone uh, was born March 10th 1958 she is a Pisces she's a third deck in Pisces so that puts me in a mindset of you know um, someone looking at her birth numbers and things of that nature her birthday her astrological and her numerical energy puts me in the mindset that she's a one personality person she has a nine life path um, she's born under the sign of, you know, Pisces. And so that gives off this humanitarian, compassionate, universal, um, independent, driven, creative, imaginative, original, and influential soul, right? Um, who could potentially have some emotional ups and downs at times, okay? 
um, you know, being a water sign and all, um, sun sign that is. Um, but then we have to look at her moon energy, but I'm also looking at the first letter of her name. So, um, you know, with that being said, she spoke at a fundraiser. That's the humanitarian side of, of, of you know, compassionate side of, of, past, of Pisces. So she spoke at this fundraiser for a women's cancer research fund. And she not only talked about, um, you know, having lost half of her savings um, due to the bank crisis, but that, you know, it took, it's going to take courage for all of us to get through the shift that is happening now. Everybody is going through something, right? Um, one way or the other. But we have to have the courage to keep going and moving forward is what she was talking about. She's talked about her brother having passed away. Um, but she's still here, she said. You know, I'm here. So what am I going to do with my time while I'm here, right? I She spoke about how, again, she lost half of her savings to the Silicon Valley Bank. And yet and still, she is still having the courage to write a check, you know, to financially donate to the fund. So she was encouraging people to also do the same. What's interesting about this is that this is a year, a personal year for Sharon to definitely experience revelations. I'm sure it was a revelation for her when she lost half her money, <laughs> you know, in, in this bank crisis, right? Um, spiritual illumination for her, as well as, you know, enlightening others. So this is a year where, you know, personally, where she is in a position to enlighten others, um, you know, welcoming some spiritual illuminations and some revelations. And, um, you know, with that, she's definitely showing that. She definitely showed that um, ability to enlighten other people about, you know, what's going on in the world and how she is moving forward and encouraging others to move forward as well with courage. So I think that's definitely awesome that she is doing that. Um, do you think you would be able to write a check if you lost half your savings in, in the bank crisis? Come on, tell the truth, Aries. Well, I mean, I would make it so to the point where, you know, I am able to do that, but still be able to be sustainable with the money that I have left for myself so yeah you know <laughs> it would take some it would take some thinking to to do before i decide to you know give away some money like that uh after something losing half of my you know morning and fortune um but yeah i think i would still do it i like what he said he said thinking before he acts yeah. uh so he's a he's he's an aries that thinks before he acts <laughs> I know that's right, but you know, yeah, you know, um, they always say give and it shall be given unto you, right? What you put out in the universe, you get back. So, you know, um, you never know how things are going to come back around again for you when you do give or once you do give, it's cause and effect, right? Because you gave, there is going to be an effect that a boomerang effect that'll come back to you. So shout out to Sharon Stone um, for definitely um, sharing, um, you know, what she's going through right now and being um, someone that is here to enlighten others at this time. Yeah. Shout out to her. Um, and Lance Reddick. Lance Reddick was the actor... Um, who portrayed Lieutenant Daniels on The Wire. He was also um, the actor who portrayed... Um, help me here. How do you pronounce it? Kiron. Uh, Kiron yeah. in the John Wick franchise. Um, you know, he, this brother, you know, um, I remember him mostly for playing Lieutenant Daniels on The Wire. Um, but he transitioned recently, so we want to thank him for 
his gift, sharing his gift with us. Um, wonderful actor. I love to see him act. I always love to hear him speak. He had an eloquent speaking voice. He really did. It was deep. It was rich. And he always enunciated his words. So I loved, I loved to hear this man speak. I did. Lance read it. Um, and so we want to thank him for, you know, sharing his gift with us. Um, again, wonderful actor. He was born June 7th, 1962, if I'm not mistaken. And so that lets me know that, you know, it's Gemini 7 and um, analytical um, energy there. I believe he probably was a researcher, someone who was a thinker as well and someone who liked to um you know receive information and knowledge um and i'm sure he was probably also a teacher as well in some way shape or form teaching people you know in his personal life you know we always saw him on the screen but in his personal life i could probably gather he was probably you know someone who always imparted information and knowledge to others in some way shape or form and all, and also someone who liked to gain knowledge with that seven personality, right? That seven day energy numerically. The seven is definitely about, you know, knowledge and wisdom, gaining information in some way, shape, or form. That's the hermit's energy. Um, but uh, Lance was in a year uh, of 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 companionship. You know, our relationships were important to him. Uh, during this time and I believe that his wife came out and spoke out um, and talked to the public you know um, after his transitioning um, and I believe that she and and you know his family um, was probably there you know with him during um, his last days here with us in the physical realm so um, you know, we want to send much peace, love, light, and continued healing um, to uh, Lance Reddick's family, his fans, his friends, um, because his legacy will continue to live on. I think that they may have shot um, the last film for John Wick. I'm sorry, did you? Yeah, is it is John Wick? What is this? John yeah, Wick John, Four. Yeah, the fourth installment. Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully we will uh, be able to get one last glance of Lance Reddick on the screen. Um, I'm not sure if uh, they said he uh, was able to act in it or or not, but I believe he probably uh, was able to, you know, uh, reprise. Um, the role in the John Wick franchise uh, before he transitioned. So um, we'll be looking forward to seeing him on the screen. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Did you like his character in John Wick? Yeah, I thought he was, uh, you know, probably the most level-headed uh, character in the in the franchise. Um, always knew what to say, when to say it, at the right times to say it. And, uh, yeah, that he was a good character. Yeah, I think so, too. He was always definitely making sure that nobody, um, you know, uh, broke the rules uh, within that hotel, okay? When it was a level playing ground, nobody breaks the rules, okay? Um, so with that being said, guys, um, this wraps up the uh, end of this particular episode um, for those of you uh, who are interested in um, you know learning more about astral numerology your personal year energy um, and things of that nature you can certainly uh, go to www.evolutionnow.org um, to read up a little bit more about personal year um, information as well as, you know, natal chart information and numerical uh, chart information. If you are interested in learning more about 
you know, number synchronicity. If you're seeing 444-222 and things of that nature, you can certainly go there to that website as well and gain some insight, some clarity and direction around those energies and what they may um, certainly mean for you. Um, also, too, uh, those of you who are interested in um, definitely um, supporting the Evolution Now merch, you can certainly go to my Instagram at astronomerologist 7 um, and you can go to my link tree in the bio and all of the websites are there. The website for um, evolutionnow.org is there and the link for the um, merch is there as well. Um, also too, I want to uh, definitely wish you guys a happy new spring equinox energy as well as a happy super new moon in Aries. Take advantage of it. Use the energy to manifest, okay? Uh, when it comes to your finances, you know, make sure, because we're talking about these bank crises, make sure that you are keeping some, you know, um, cash on hand. This is what I am doing and some other people are doing um, to try not to keep too much of your, um, you know, your, your financials or your, your funds within the bank. Uh, but keep some on hand as well, you know, that you'll have at the ready whenever you need to utilize it. All right. Um, and so, you know, with that being said, um, you want to maximize your now moment. Keep moving forward. In order for you to ascend, you must begin from within. You want to what? Be, be ready, ready so you don't have to get, get ready. ready. All right. Thank you guys for joining and have a wonderful super new moon in Aries. Bye for now.